Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast, everyone. We've we been should... hit by COVID once again. Guess who has it out of us three? Have you got have you got comments? Can they guess? Yeah, yeah I've got comments here. If we if yeah, if I was gonna guess, I would say it's Vislav. Like he does look <laughs> like a cancer patient. <laughs> Wearing a hat of the band that visited him. Tell us who got it. The winner gets a prize. Oh, I love Guns N' Roses. Yeah, it sounds like a very Guns N' Roses thing. Did we he both just say Guns N? He we both... there, dude. He's got a week to live. Oh well, it was nice seeing you anyway. Hey, it's like it's like yeah, it's like um, did they uh, did they like you know, did they lift your spirits? Well, kind of. They gave me this guitar. They said I could keep it, and you know that's pretty cool. <laughs> did they sign it no they had to go they didn't have the time they said they would have but they, they couldn't do it yeah you look on the on the back and it says poison and he's like <laughs> what the hell someone's <laughs> been doing their uh 80s rock research yeah uh they it's certainly not me because huh? you they know it was. They know you've got COVID because you visit. Because uh, you mentioned it on some video. Oh, uh, well, that <laughs> ruined the fun of uh, one of Ali's patented famous games. <laughs> that is all the creativity you're getting out of this podcast. Oh, that's all our segments done. <laughs> um, hey, Gordon, I've got a question. Tell me, tell me if the skincare routine works or not. So you start off the morning with this. SP50 sunblock. Is that yours, Ali? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a whole, a whole bunch of stuff here that I've been using for one week. Okay, you well, that's, uh, I'm glad that. to see that you got the rudest, coolest, crudest out of all of them. <laughs> uh, that is not taking any apologies from anyone, is it? Okay, you start off with that. But then... sunscreen? That's your fucking skincare. Well, no, that's, that's yeah, you the first it. thing in the morning. He's... You live in a continent that doesn't have an ozone layer. It's a good idea. Uh, excuse me. I think I know what gives you cancer and it's not the sun. <laughs> well, I'm not concerned about cancer. And then secondly, when the... Ad- what are you uh, concerned with then? I'll tell you, you. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. And then you. Then I use this when I need to wipe off my sun care. Exfoliate. That shit's good. I mean, that company's good. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of Jelly Exfoliator in my life, Ali. You've gone in deep. Then... You put on this rectal serum. Yeah, you have to do it anally. Mm. What the fuck? No, what? No problem with I'm, that. Kidding. I'm kidding. It's on your face. He doesn't have to do it, but he does it anyway. He wants <laughs> his penis looking as bright as spotless as possible. Oh no, not that spotless. And then lastly, your night cream or what? Uh, the night thing. Hey, hold on. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Is this going to work, Jordan? Okay, the reason why I do this is I don't think this should be part of the pod, but <laughs> <laughs> I've got heaps of fucking these dark circles now. Can you see them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> so many pegging jokes. <laughs> You've never asked for it to be edited. <laughs> Wait, uh, is it on the thing? Do you guys Wait, can your balls to <laughs> increase testosterone? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just uh, now we will. 
Erlini says sleep, Ali. I do. Why do you give a shit yeah, well, all of a sudden about your skin? No, because I just, like, you missed it. I've got these fucking dark circles that are kind of freaking me out a little bit. Why are they scaring you? What's wrong? Are uh, you getting those really scary Indian man bags under your eyes? Yeah. Dude, I think your wife's oh, been no, you. Gotta you. Do, Ali, if you do, just go to a plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't. You know what I'm talking about, right? The ones, there's a certain type of Indian man that looks like the main protagonist in the children's classic, The Very Sleepy Bear. Jesus. You know, you know that guy? No. I yeah, I think so. Well, you wouldn't know it. You've never seen an Indian man. Yeah, that's why we have um, those bags because we've never seen this cartoon. <laughs> Am I imagining this? Can chat let me know? There's a certain type of Indian guy that you see that has a, a, a level of bag under their eyes. They do, yeah, I know what you mean. You, you know Ali, what I'm talking about? But Ali, I think that your missus is beating you in your sleep. That's not a fucking, you just got a black eye. Yeah, or he's just come up with an elaborate cover story and she's just... Yes, that's right. It's just like, it's the sun. The sun's doing it. I didn't take a trip down the stairs. Also... Ale, also, can I just... I just want you to watch this at some point in your life and you'll like it because it's... um, on the even more lame ABC, the BBC. <laughs> British bathroom. The, the one that all of the all you know boomers on the ABC, how they all you can tell really wish that they're on the BBC. Yeah. And then in Gen X, they all just are hoping that they can get on Channel 10. But that that was a real generational shift thing. It's got nothing to do with what I was saying. There's going to be a lot of that today. <laughs> that was like, I love, Ali, I yeah, watch Dark music. Place. Okay, I will. Uh, to go with your dark bags. I also, no, but that's not the whole... You have to say the whole name of the thing. It's like calling it Sesame instead of Sesame Street. <laughs> I, I see your point, this love, but I, I can't add to it. You're what? Gonna, well, Ali's just going to have to solve these riddles three. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Yeah, you'll figure it out, Ali. Uh, uh, Jordan, I, you, did you know YouTube is a cesspool? It is the weirdest place <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Just before I logged on, I was this, that this was the video I was watching. So it starts off at some guy starting. The yeah. We all know that the SS and the Nazi army killed millions of people, but 80 years later, we're still saying god their uniforms were dapper <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on and this he's like, why it's the best uniform ever made like, the common misconception is that people think hugo boss made those uh uniforms that would be incorrect they did manufacture it indeed but it was made by this man who was a nazi sympathizer and also a genius. <laughs> a fashion guru. <laughs> what? Gives, is... gives, another t- gives another meaning to the devil wears Prada. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. Let me, let me, 
let me share my screen to show you guys. <laughs> Why are you watching it? That's the question. Dude, it's fucking funny. Oh, yeah, death stare. <laughs> Dead man's face. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, and their view. And his channel. I, I, I can't tell if he's passionate or just not alive. <laughs> yeah. Look at his channel. It's called Real Men Real Style. <laughs> <laughs> Real fucked up. Uh, yeah, you're so right. You know what really scares me, Ali? <laughs> when you go on YouTube and there's one of those interest holes uh, like that, for instance, men's fashion that you've never thought about in your entire life, and then it'll have three million subscribers so <laughs> insane dude you know what it is the broader and less specific a subject is the more you'll get so if you do a thing being like you know like this is the world and then the video is just being like this is earth it's this big then it's like i think you're rich overnight i think he's right <laughs> Miss, how holy you know hell all that? of a sudden you see Miss Love Bella Bragic just feeding with all of these teenagers <laughs> who are making moves from TikTok to YouTube like just being like dude like you with this hair with this face this is the face me just going yeah 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 <laughs> like oh <laughs> what was it again Ali we had a really good one the other day oh it was the uh, Lego it was something Lego. like this. it was like it was it was something along the lines of um I insulted a Saudi prince. And then there's just a shot of the guy getting like his head is cut off and in the in the animation. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's genius. That's fucking genius. It's worth dying for, you know? It's <laughs> so funny. And it was all true. He did get beheaded. <laughs> oh. Speaking of boys, I would love to do this podcast a deep dive into the royal family. I don't know about you, but for some reason, some seem to be popping up in my feed a lot. Yeah, just in case, Ali with just, Nazi uniforms, which is just, very suspicious, I have to say. Just in case, uh, someone had any more can, can I do Dude, just in, to, just in case anyone might have had any last questions about which one of us has COVID. Yeah, that was the nail in the coffin there. <laughs> you know what happened? What? Ali, what? I think I told Miss this. The first night, which is always the killer of COVID, when your head just feels like there's one of those punished demons that are all, uh, you know, they've, they've got all of those knives sticking out of their body. <laughs> That just becomes your brain and it just goes like <laughs> all along your skull. <laughs> that was my first night. And the whole night I was up, I couldn't stop thinking about, I hope King Charles keeps the legacy of the crown intact. <laughs> <laughs> Old sausage fingers. <laughs> So you were basically so then I woke up again delirious, like with uh, that movie that I watched last time I was on COVID, horrible bosses, and I thought it was amazing. <laughs> and then I woke up the next day, I was like, wait a second, what the fuck does King Charles do? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dude, I tell you, he gets mad at his servants. Have you seen those videos of him getting pissed off? Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I think we might have talked about it in the last one too, but no, we didn't because uh, the last one we had a little, we had a guest host. So I, my memory of the last one was a haze. I'll say yeah. that much. What, what do we think Have about you still got that? the tan? Uh, the tan started. Really with... don't look at me, so I have to say. I, I I cannot explain to you enough how much it's very hard to tell the difference between you and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Wait a sec. Does, does this help or hinder it? Ready? No. No! Take them off. It's a craving. Oh, for any listeners watching, it's just, it's so scary. It's like when the lead singer of Corn talks about mad concerts he did on YouTube. Hmm. And then it cuts to him now and he has those exact glasses being like, <laughs> yeah, man, Germany goes off. Like sometimes I think it goes a little too off, but you know, that just might be because you now I've got kids and everything. And I, I think about how they'd be in a bosh. It's like, wrote many albums huh people thought untouchables was too heavy and like i would just say look man i have to disagree i think it wasn't heavy enough <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wait, how fucked you... is it? but also because he's like old and evened out and just be like but then again they, they might have a point i don't know <laughs> Ali, now there's two people that are good at politics. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling a bit threatened. Sorry, three. I just disregarded Jordan. Three people that are good at politics. These Australians taking immigrants' jobs. (laughs) It is truly amazing looking at this and you've just got... It's like you have the three phases of life here. You have a 10-year-old boy, which is me. Then there's Ali, uh, midlife crisis man. And then you have someone that is getting ready for the grave. In fact, he might have already died because he's so ghoulishly pale. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the room filling in for me. (laughs) Yeah, death is filling in. (laughs) Yes, boys. I'll be coming for you soon. (laughs) George, so what what do you... uh, I'm taking them off. Royal family... uh, What's your royal family segment? What do you want to talk about? Look, all I, I was talking to it with two, and then she looked it up what the queen did in her day. Do you want to know? You want yeah. to know what the average day of the queen is? I know what it is. Wait, hold up. I haven't seen uh, any commercial television in the last four weeks. So, uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. Shame on you. <laughs> Is that what they were talking about? Dude, they were, they were uh, this was normally everything. where the t- queen would have her high tea crumpets. So uh yeah. the crumpet mascot, that uh jackanate man that had the, the, the royal specter anyway, came out and did a bow. Yeah, dude, it's been like 24-7 queen shit, and I don't even have a TV. Yeah, but, but did they I think I'm adding something here to the conversation then by saying, here's her schedule. Well, <laughs> there really is no difference between this and Sky News. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what I did like, though. Um, 
apparently like one show on the BBC, sorry, was uh, was playing Limmy's live stream. And then Limmy <laughs> reshared it and just said, it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> uh, George, give us the schedule because at this point these are gonna go in the archive soon, and we are the history channel. So what was the late queen schedule like? Yeah, let's hear it. Got up at 7:30. Which I've got to say is pretty late for an old timer. They usually get up at the crack of yeah, dawn, but that's true. That's that's the cushioned life for you. It makes you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then uh, her servant would uh, humor her with her minutes while she would uh, draw a <laughs> bath for her majesty. Oh, her majesty stop. would then have a bath. Uh, she would then get out and listen to the bagpipes that I think are played specifically for her. And she uh, humoured that for a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I love to say, it's so good to hear, like, you've been working hard in your downtime. <laughs> I know. Did so you have a comment on bagpipes? There's no videos coming out. <laughs> I know what the queen does. Just, just, I would love to see a friendly Jordan's being like, I discovered the queen's routine and lived it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> One week into it, you're like, the bagpipes are the same. I don't know how to review it differently every morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same song. The bagpipe song is always the same. Yeah, look, I don't think there's that much. It's it's kind of like a didgeridoo. Your options are limited. <laughs> you don't have much to work with in the bag. Yeah. The didgeridoo of the North. It is. <sighs> yeah, um, then... Uh, she'd go have breakfast. After that, she'd go sit in her office and then uh, like a, a bunch of experts would come in and tell her what was happening in the world that day for two Jesus. hours. For two hours. There'd just be a bunch of weird, what a like people just coming in being like, your majesty, here's what's happening in the colonies of Africa. Your majesty, here's what's... And then... Right, so, so far... So, so far, it's identical to your life. Go on. That's what I was saying. Like, dude, I I didn't just live the Queen's life for a week. I've yeah. Been years. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on. Um, I mean, you do have, that, that is your life. Like, you, people come in and just like, you know, John Barillaro, he bought a, he bought a thing of Nutella. What a dick. Except <laughs> <laughs> instead of the entire world, it's just like, your majesty, here are the minutes from Winambu. Your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly uh yeah here's the only way that my life does differ from the queens right i don't have lunch with prince andrew <laughs> <laughs> well if you were good looking not enough, every maybe day you huh? if yeah, you not were every good day. looking enough maybe you would have or if, if i you was what? younger still a bit younger yeah yeah that's true oh no wait not not the Peter. What's the bald one? 
Yeah, he's the pedo. <laughs> no, he's the pedo, but he's. I I think the queen is trying to, you know, I think she has a reputation to hold up. So I don't think that she's, you know, frequently lunching with him. <laughs> no, it's her son. What is she going to do about it? No, yeah, but uh, man, that guy being your mum's son is a little bit different to being the queen's son. Look, you've, you've lost me, so you've already Prince lost Andrew, me. I've lost he's, myself. He's the pedo. <laughs> Prince Andrew's the pedo. Yeah, not Prince Andrew. Who's King Charles's first son? Isn't it amazing to oh, be doing more William. about this family than our own? William. <laughs> what? William. William. Yeah, yeah. Apparently she has like lunch with William a lot. She's like, I like William. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so what else did you learn about it? And then, then after lunch, she uh, talks to a bunch of dignitaries, apparently for like 10 minutes each. Isn't that baller as kind of like the, the Santa Claus at the mall with the kid being like, I want a Lego. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. okay, sure thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like they just come up to and she can't do anything because she doesn't have any power. But they just sit there. They're just like, you know, Ed's are bad. It's like, yeah, such dreadful. Do you want a photo? Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. They think, can, can, you, can you do a Snapchat to my son? <laughs> and then uh, after that, her royal day is over and she watches TV or uh, uh, attends to her... Uh, Antiques Roadshow. Huh? Yeah, Antiques, Antiques Roadshow. Roadshow sure. And, you know, like uh, dinner and all that kind of stuff and then goes to sleep uh, quite early. And really? Man, I was thinking about it and I was like... Not worth the money. <laughs> not worth the money. It's not. Wait, not worth the money. Not I worth think it. It's, it's then again, it, look, she's getting paid more than me to do exactly what I do. That's true. Yeah. And the same thing. She just doesn't have any power. She just sits there and listens to all these things. And she's like, oh, you don't say. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, the oh. parallels are uncanny. But well, like, it's just, man, there's so many things about the royal family that really capture my imagination. And I'm really... I don't know, man. Like, dude, they're worth every penny. I'm sick of all this talk about them saying that they're a waste of taxpayers' money. No. <laughs> well, they should be paid more, especially <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> and with all them legal cases, I think he needs it too. <laughs> but it's like, I, isn't it kind of weird that they're like this relic from the Middle Ages and they're kind of kept there because, and I feel the same thing. It's just like, I like that link to the past. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that you're lording it over me. So <laughs> continue to take my money and continue to be the head of my state, your majesty. And like, mm-hmm. dude, I, I would honestly be legitimately honored to meet King Charles. They just, just do one of these. And then like, it, <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's like, it's from a time of yore and yeah. You know, and it and is from a time of, of yours. At the same time, because they're sort of this walking museum almost. Yeah. Hey, I mean, it's kind of this tourist attraction. Well, it brings out, it brings like, it, you know, a considerable amount of money annually. Yeah, so but it's it like, also you know... takes a considerable amount of money annually. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder which one more. Which no, more. it'd have to be more. I mean, look, they're always bringing that up of like, they cost a hundred million quid a year. Mm. And it's just like, dude, that's a couple of grants for like some back road in uh, Townsville. 
<laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll take the palace. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Fair. I mean, like, uh, yeah, there's definitely something like it is a, like you said it pretty well. It is kind of, it does seem like it's like a, a snap shot of like a walking museum, like, you know, crowns and I don't know. <laughs> well, and it's not no, no, that's it. That's why you keep it. Because it's kind of <laughs> cool that you just walk around Buckingham Palace and then instead of just having a mechanical queen just being like, this is where Queen Elizabeth yeah. the first sat, being like, mm, to you. instead you of that, you actually one. have Queen Elizabeth II there just being like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I thought that visiting me, I was worthy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And instead of having a like, you know, robotic talking dog like we have in the CBD, you have a real talking dog. <laughs> Look, they might, it might be a relic of history, but that is a dark chapter of history. No, shut the fuck have you, up. Have you, well, have you heard of the Kohinoor diamond? The what? The controversy no. around it? No, what's that? So Kohinoor was a diamond that uh, the queen, that is uh, studded on the queen's uh, crown. It's the most expensive diamond in the world. 123 carat or some shit like that. Actually, a matcha ball. It was uh, stolen from. Really? Well, it's disputed, but the biggest claim is India. They want the they want the diamond back. They've been wanting it back for ages, but now that she's hey, dead, finders keepers. But you know what's funny about this diamond? So it's been sort of passed around like a joint for <laughs> centuries. <laughs> it was like it, it, and in fact, like it's been <laughs> so much that the the legend says he whoever. Uh, who has uh, possession of this diamond will be a cursed individual that will never be able to control the world. And uh, and somehow the Indian government still wants this diamond back. Back in 2003, <laughs> back in 2003, they like uh, uh, lobbied to David Cameron to get the diamond back. And David Cameron's response was like, uh, I, I, I don't dispute that, that this diamond belongs to, to India originally. Ali. But yours now. <laughs> and uh and wait, wait what, and what did he say? Man, you paused, you did the mislove moment. Okay, so he said that <laughs> you did the, you turn into Doctor Who, you're like that <laughs> he, he said that I understand that uh, uh, uh this diamond was initially India's, but you see it belongs to us now and it shall stay put. Because if we start to, if we start in quote, if we start giving this diamond back. Uh, half of the British museums will become empty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's kind of right, isn't he? He's right. Yeah, he's right. I mean, yeah, it is but, the, but the controversy of the history of the world. You know, the, the controversy started off because the last person who owned the diamond was uh, uh, this ten-year-old kid from. Uh, so his father was the was the um, was the ruler of Punjab, the province, who fought a war with the uh, with the Brits and lost. And so his ten-year-old son became the leader, and the uh, and the British government was like, um, "You're gonna give us the diamond," and he was scared. <laughs> and so he said, "Okay, take it." That's <laughs> brutal. Bullied <laughs> like taking candy off a baby. Wow, that's brutal. <laughs> and and also they took his uh, they took his entire territory. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So now they're the saying, hey, give us the diamond back. A <laughs> 10 year old didn't have the capacity to give it to you. You, you bullied him out of it. 
This is awesome. This is just another Tales from Pakistan. <laughs> this is a tale from Pakistan. The leader was from modern day Pakistan. Oh, <laughs> known as the Emperor of Lahore. Too scared. <laughs> That's such a good description. Why are you laughing? It's a dark Maybe he should have been. Our history. <laughs> I don't know. It's just really funny that it's a 10 year old, dude. It's... <laughs> it was a 10 year old? <laughs> Yeah, it was a ten-year-old. Oh <laughs> well, obviously he was scared. Of course he was yeah, scared. Yeah, that's why he gave it. Back. <laughs> oh, well, he didn't give it back. He just gave good. it to them. So basically, the Indians hey, want the diamond now. Huh? Hey, the Indians want the diamond now, and they're serious about it. Well, they shouldn't have installed a ten-year-old. It's their fault. Afghanistan also wants the diamond because <laughs> at one point it was uh, taken by one of their leaders and taken to Afghanistan, but. Let's be real. They're not even getting their own money back from the US. <laughs> so I doubt that they'll get it Brutal. Oh. <laughs> but boys, I'm not wrong, hey? No, you're not. The queen is mad. And <laughs> she my... was. She was. She's no more. Huh? She's no more. Yeah, I also woke up that day out of the uh, fever fuel. <laughs> noting that my cousin... Oh no. I'm so I'm so ready to hear this. I'm so ready. Is this the capital R cousin? Yeah, the capital R cousin. No, the lower R cousin. Lower R cousin. Um it's not that R. They, <laughs> we know what R stands for. I have to distinguish here. I'm trying to get a factual analysis. He uh he asked his parents. Uh, if he could go fly to London on an emergency flight. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Just... Stop it. Not an emergency. So he could line up with that, you know, iPhone 6 coming out live. I think it's the line is so long. All you have to do, you can't even like stand and just be like, thanks, you're about to say this. Like, you've taken too long into the dungeons with you. It's your beat is drag you out. Right. Oh, yeah. I would be upset if you didn't give him the money for the emergency ticket. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. I would, you know, you know, be, yeah. Give him no, the I, I would have. I would have. Really? In fact, I offered, I said, do you want somebody? And then he said, quote, my parents won't allow me. <laughs> nah, Jordan, don't lie, don't lie. Bloody said, Republican. Jordan, Jordan, this is what he said. He said, I would, but I don't take money from people with such big egos. I know that no one watching got that. Yeah, no, I got that. And you never will. But just know that uh, that was what we call is a callback. Yeah, from our own lives. Sorry, we have our own lives. Sorry, internet. Yeah, (laughs) some of it has to be private (laughs) for us internet royals. Which actually, I've got to think about this now, Ali. We have to give ourselves bullshit titles like they have of just being like. The Duke of Gloucester, 
The Duke yeah. of Worcester sword. <laughs> <laughs> you know you can and, and, huh? you know you can officially get the title of Lord. Have you seen those ads on Facebook where you can buy no. like you can a, be a lord? Yeah, you can you can buy like uh a, a like literally a fucking meter worth of land in Scotland for like two hundred dollars. No. And then anyone that owns property in that part of Scotland automatically gets the title of Lord. What so the hell are you people, doing? It's all on like uh, Facebook and Instagram social media. So the the the, the scam is that buy your friend the title of Lord for their birthday for two hundred dollars. Sick. No scam there, my friend. In fact, my birthday. You know, if you have any ideas, you know, wink, wink. Well, that's I'm trying to think of what our titles would be because, all right, I'll I'm get be, Beam Lord. Yeah. No, no, I'll can get I, Edge Lord. Can I get Duke of Rocking Out? Lord of the Rims. Huh? Can I get Duke of Rocking Out? No, I, well, I, I don't know how it goes. Isn't a Duke higher than a Lord? I don't know. Yeah, I think a Duke has a royal lineage or i'm a jester let's be honest would you settle for duke of rockhampton instead miss (laughs) Mm, come on give me give me townsville at least (laughs) no we'll make you the duke of chernobyl and call you duke nukem (laughs) (laughs) holy shit holy shit (laughs) that that was genius i'll take that was and then and then uh and then when when people come to greet me i just say um, it's time to kick ass and chew gum, and I'm all out of gum. <laughs> Say that on repeat ad verbatim for like three hours a day. And you were wondering what your new Twitch channel is going to be. <laughs> Joe, coming all back to your material you need. Yeah. Coming back to the point that you made that you accept the monarchy as a relic of history and you want it to continue to exist, I agreed with you until this morning. I was well, watching amazing well, the diamond, the, the diamond, seven, the seven news coverage, the 24 hour coverage. And they were talking about how the Royal, there's hints that the Royal family is in like, they're fighting each other over the inheritance shit. And apparently Andrew is Prince uh, pissed off at Charles. Harry is pissed off at William. And I thought of it and I was like, these guys suck like anyone else. They don't deserve to be on uh, royals. Like, fuck them. What's the difference? I know that. I, I definitely like the know that they, they they are just like everyone else. But yeah. I like just elevating someone to that position. It's kind of just cool just being like, yeah, you're ordained by God. Really? For life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and every piece of lineage you ever make, ever. Like, you, uh, you know rubbing one out into a tissue <laughs> <laughs> that is better than everyone facts <laughs> it's mad so i'm guessing you agree with carl and ali they've come out carl has uh said that un- he's basically pissed off at all the republicans talking about the end of monarchy so he's saying until pasty white men are talking about the royals i'm not voting for the republicans what and he's just saying that all republicans are pasty white men and he doesn't like it <laughs> what is with carl all of a sudden uh just becoming a walking pedestrian magazine wait carl stefanovic yeah oh. yeah 
That's not Every pedestrian. time I ever see him do anything, he's just like, all right, Anthony Albanese, uh, I don't think anyone has pointed this out yet. You're a white male. Well, I thought that was pretty evident, Carl. Yeah, well, just check your privilege. Okay, what's my salary again? 1.8 million. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he didn't really, he doesn't really care about them past- being pasty white men, but he was offended by the sudden emergence of these Republicans so close, so soon, too soon. So he didn't know how to respond to it with like arguments against the Republican movements. So he's all pasty white men and they're annoying. <laughs> that's not a pedestrian call though. That's more like a, you know, I don't know, like Sky News call, right? It's weird. It's a mix, which is Channel 9. channel nine dude free to air tv what a joke i although uh, i do miss it i do miss a lot i'm i'm right about this right like so many people have tried to explain to me the republic of monarchy debate and you don't want to realize it all is a vibe that's it a vibe nothing else a vibe that's all it is what like should we change the vibe? Is that should we change the vibe? Yeah. And I don't, I don't want the vibe changed. I don't even know what the vibe is. How, how a republic <laughs> would change the vibe. Maybe it would, I don't know. Yeah, it'd well, definitely change it. Like I suppose what it'd be the same, but like Steve Irwin's on the on the money or some shit. Yeah, the more I look at it, the more I think. You're always going to replace the king and queen with something. You're going to always worship some Mm. figurehead personality. A figurehead, yeah. The best argument that I've heard listening to all these Sky News people say, look, America has a king and queen. It's Kim Kardashian and her anemic heroin addict boyfriend. Isn't that, that's so much worse. Don't you think? Yeah, man. Like, How much better is out, Queen Elizabeth? Like, at Prince least Queen Charles Elizabeth is, Prince Charles is pretty it. cool, too. Yeah, he's sick. I've, I've, I know and I like William anecdotes. as well. It's just Harry. Harry's a dickhead. I know two <laughs> anecdotes. I like the pedophile more than Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wondered why oh, Harry shit. is a dick? Maybe the pedophile had to do something with it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So. statements that get you into so much trouble. Um, I'm gonna fuck you up for life, Harry. Just come down to the basement. There's some royal boxes we need to move. Come on. Tip, tip. <laughs> I know two I anecdotes of Prince Charles, and both of them are pretty funny. Huh? I know two anecdotes of Prince Charles, and both of them are pretty funny. Go on. One of them was uh peace morgan was with simon cowell and he met prince charles and he was also with one of these um britain's got talent finalists who was like some janitor singer who became a finalist and so prince charles comes up and the three of them are standing there and and he goes like oh simon so you you're taking money you're taking money from this man in your show what a weird world we're living in (laughs) 
Oh, really? Did he say he said that? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently Simon was actually offended, but Piers was saying that I just, like, I was laughing so much that there couldn't have been any tension. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so he was paying out Piers or the other guy? No, he was paying out Simon Cowell for... Because the the janitor, whoever was the finalist, he was some obviously some poor South of England dude. And so Prince Charles was saying, like, you're a billionaire and you're sponging off of this poor man. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. The second the second one was one of my friends actually met Prince Charles when he was at Cambridge. And Prince Charles was like, yeah, yeah, he was like at the Cambridge Student uh, Society or whatever. So Prince Charles was like, he was shaking everyone's hand. And then he comes to my friend and he says, uh, where, where, where are you from? And so he said, the, my friend says, I'm from Pakistan. And he goes like, hmm, your wicked keeper has very slippery hands. <laughs> <laughs> he rinsed your mate. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently yeah. he's- Roastmaster General. You've got Seventy years of small talk under your belt. Oh, exactly. Practicing that for sixteen hours a day. That's all you do. All you do is small talk. Isn't that incredible? That's uh, crazy. Taking it to the next level. It's it's really weird. It's like I thought Misov was the world's greatest bar fly. <laughs> well, does she I mean, drink as much as me? Yeah. <laughs> Like, so Mislav has to do other tasks, but like everything in that man's life is handled. You know, when he goes somewhere, apparently he gets like his royal stewards to disassemble his entire bedroom, what? move it, reassemble it to where he's going before he gets there. What? Wait, <laughs> what do you mean where he's going? And, and also like demands that his shoelaces are ironed. No. <laughs> that, it is a, literally a different time. Eh? That's what I'm is saying. It? It's cool. And also, it's really weird that everyone keeps going along with it. That's what else I really It is bizarre. Like. It is like, it's kind it's of like, like you can't chop your head off anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the only two people that are still doing it's a really it good are the point. Royals and Adib. <laughs> <laughs> They're the only ones. Yeah. And the only difference is a deep can chop off heads if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Jesus. Boy, it's so true. It was something. Huh? It's so true. Like if one of if just one of those beef eaters were just sort of like, you know, he was like like, you know, uh iron my royal shoelaces. And if just one beef eater goes, hmm, and spits on the the prince's or whatever the fuck he is king's shoe he'll like basically he can just be like you're fired you know i'll <laughs> <laughs> kill him uh, but like it was it was like you know you saw that footage of king charles signing something and then ink blotched on his fingers and yeah oh treasure it all with the tinge head yes and then, and then everyone was just like, oh, his majesty's hand, his majesty's hand, running around, freaking out. Like, it was... It's crazy. It's cool. amazing. It's, like, like, it's, it's all the movies that you've ever seen about the royal family, but it's still going on. Yeah, it's amazing that that is happening now in reality. It's like, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. Like, even the beef eaters, why is, what's that frilly shit around your neck for? Like, so many questions. So many, and also, Ali, I really want to know this. 
why is the queen sitting there in permanent class for the rest of her life? Is she? Well, that's all that's happening. It's just a bunch of Ali's walking in being like, okay, and so in Kosovo at the moment, it's just like, oh, Christ, do go on. Oh, I thought she meant that they... Dude, you know what I thought you meant? I, I did too, miss. I thought you meant they taxidermied her in the funeral and she's just <laughs> sitting there. What are they? There's still, there's still like experts coming. <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And then landed like, in Moscow. Yeah, like some some person tells informs her about Africa, and then someone just taps taps him on the shoulder. It's like that's enough now, Gemma. It's like it's not any easier. It's not any easier. <laughs> it's so true. I actually they all thought look that. like they they were all saying it, and I kind of feel the same way, man. I honestly do. When Queen Elizabeth died, I was like. Dude, this is sadder than when my grandma died. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. This is tragedy. Uh, <laughs> that's so like sacrilegious to your own family. I know, but it's just kind of like, come on. And great, and, and <sighs> Nan would have admitted this as well. It's just like the Queen's better than you, Nan. In fact. In fact, have I ever told you boys that story? What? Which one? My crazy grandma. My crazy aunt. No, no, sorry, sorry. My great-grandma, sorry. <laughs> my great-grandma, when Queen Elizabeth was touring Australia, uh, and first of all, you need to know, she was, she was a nut, right? She spent <laughs> her entire life in her bed. No. Like me now. Pretty much. <laughs> Apple doesn't and fall far from the tree. I, I told you the queen's better than this woman. Just listen to this. She 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 spent her life in bed, refused to get up, uh, had six kids, and then one day decided, no, nah, I'm just going to write poetry. Just wouldn't raise them. <laughs> and what? So sat, yeah. yeah. And then she used to drink oven cleaner. No. <laughs> Why? Oven cleaner. She, not oven cleaner. She thought no. it cleaned her organs. Oh, oh my. The original God. Trump. Yeah, just Trump and her are the only two people that believe Dude, that. Are you serious, Jordan? Yeah. And then oh. one day, uh, the Queen came to Australia for like a royal tour. And uh, my great granddad walked in to give her breakfast and she was gone. Oh. <laughs> and then there was just this two week frantic calling the police just weary like she oh kind of just disappeared she had to have gone somewhere i don't think anyone was going to kidnap this 60 year old woman and then one day they're watching the royal procession of her touring tasmania i think at the time and this woman runs out of the crowd and it's my great grandma running at the Queen of England oh my God. as the Beefeaters are just like, stop, in the name of the Queen. Kind of just, <laughs> back, back, it's just this guy, oh, your majesty, your majesty. And then she was just like, yes, yeah, and turns around and then she just gets out a rose out of her pocket and goes, a rose for a rose. And then just... <laughs> <laughs> 
dying wish. That was our dying wish. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's actually, dude. Huh? It, would be, it would be poetic and beautiful if it wasn't so retarded. <laughs> so much less impressive Forrest Gump story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god dude and apparently yes. she's jank and the police were keeping tabs of her because wherever the no. queen was there was just this disheveled woman wearing the same clothes the same pajamas no. watching her <sighs> and she eventually dude. mustered the courage to hand the rose to her and apparently the commonwealth bank took a photo of it just going and turn it into an advertising campaign. <laughs> Dude, what was the advertising campaign? They're like, we're now expanding to disabled people too. <laughs> special needs, special needs people are getting our help now too. Dude, I'm a baby, baby. Dude, dude, I said it once, I'll say it again. You didn't uh, fall into your line of work by chance. <laughs> too many nutters obsessed with political figures. Yeah, dude. Like, what's the difference between you and, like, I mean, you did the same thing. You just handed Barilaro a beer instead of a rose. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, Jordan, if Jordan hadn't become famous, we he would have done that to, like, Paul Keating or someone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's an amazing story. That is that is that is for a champ. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, hey, I don't believe in any of this monarchy shit. Get yeah. Out. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't be getting the oh. same warm reception from that lovely old lady who didn't dude, seem to age for the last 40 years of her life. Dude, that's <laughs> so much cooler than anything my family's ever done. Like the coolest thing my family's done is sort of like my granddad built a house. Well, I guess he fought in World War II. <laughs> I think he fought in World War II. Maybe that's more impressive. <laughs> now nah, the house is... Get back to the house. <laughs> well, okay, I'll get back to the house. Um, <clears throat> he built it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear it again. <laughs> Wait, did he fight again? No, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just prone to really liking the royals. Like, I don't know. You guys don't seem to be anywhere near as chuffed about them. No, no, no. I'm. I. I've always uh, enjoyed the. Uh, you know, I always thought of it as just kind of like a like a like what do you call it? Like a legacy kind of memento. So I kind of always just like liked it because it's like you know I love all that royal stuff. Like it's so fairy tale-ish and strange like uh, you know yeah. when, when when you're in london like all the castles and the 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 all of it even like the london bridge in it and like yeah and like the bee feeders and stuff i'm not you know i think when it's you pretty... go to the governor general's house there's just this massive mural sized portrait of queen elizabeth hanging up it's quite sort of it's quite sort of like um how would you call it like ca not caricature but it it's the closest thing we have to a Disney movie. That's it. Yeah. Closest thing we have to a Disney movie. And I think this is just it. Like if I could go back to any point in time, I'd go back to like a thousand AD. Is that like Shakespeare? <laughs> was that, when was that? Is that Shakespearean time? Not even close. No, not much even before like that. Maybe three Australia's histories different. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie um but it's that it's it's 
the anything that is based in Game of Thrones. And I think that's why oh. they get to care. I don't know. Like I, the more I'm thinking about it, I actually think, and anybody that sits there and says, uh, just like, I don't know, like some, something about uh, whatever dismissive snarky points they're going to have about this. Hey, I'm one I of think them, that you're going to replace it with someone else that you want to just sit there and idolize. And I like the fact that there's this unbroken legacy of guys with that nice, like, I don't know, <laughs> yib that has coconut cookie sprinkled <laughs> color to it for some reason. Yeah. I kind of feel like in a weird way too, like the monarchy keeps the prime minister in check, which kind of is dumb because it's like, yes, they have our interests at heart, which might not be accurate at all and you know even like Kerr's Kerr thing might contest to that but it's like I feel like if we had a president our first president would just become like Trump just be like first thing is you have to ride kangaroos now no more cars the cars are really they're out it's like it's just gonna get like too much power like presidents have a lot of like presidents like look at America like presidents nearly end the world no prime ministers nearly end the world like prime ministers do shit like sort of like it's a national holiday and you only have to do a half day boo okay full day <laughs> miss we won't have a president like that but our it's pre- saying our president's gonna be like even if we get a president he's just gonna be ceremonial the prime minister's still gonna call the shots well that's stupid if he's just gonna be ceremonial give it to the guy with the crown yeah, but no, like, here's the thing. Be. I looked at Queen Elizabeth as like a mum figure that I was kind of upset with sometimes. I'm like, mum makes some stupid decisions sometimes. And if someone else was like, yeah, fuck the queen, I'd be like, hey, let's not get carried away now. <laughs> criticizing some of her decisions. <laughs> when, when Charles becomes a king, he's like, he's not a mum. He's like your deadbeat older brother. He's like, fucking hell, this guy does not deserve this shit. Charles. younger to him deserves it more and he's a legitimate pedophile i like, feel like i feel like yeah i feel like charles i don't know i don't know like i don't know how i feel about old charlesy boy there's something weird the queen almost like was desensitized it was a desensitized thing where it's like it's all we've ever well, you know i've ever known or whatever and it's <clears throat> and it's like and it's like it's like now we have a king like a king is a bit more seems more like aggressive and a bit more off with his head style like it's a bit yeah. weird like we have a king. yeah it was nice having a mum wasn't it yeah like having a not king even a mum a grandma a grand it's just a nice old bitty grandma that like tea whereas like the yeah. king is sort of just like bow down and kiss the king's slippers oh no the king's angry the king's gonna behead you it's like the king the king like dude come on okay i've got nothing against <laughs> i've got i've got i've got like whatever the royals it's like i get the legacy thing but if we're going to have a king, we can keep the monarchy, but can we just make the king Shane Warn, even though he's dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see where you're going with this. Uh, a king's no, a bit poncy. Huh? Okay, okay. Well, a king's a, a king's a bit poncy. It's like, I'm a king. It's like, dude, Australia needs some dude from Queensland with a blonde mullet that pumps durries as a king. That's true. <laughs> that goes against every image of a king. That guy's a different, that's a Kang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you're right. That is a Kang. But like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I look, put it this way. The queen, I thought it was like very sweet. A nice, sweet old lady. It's, it might take me 20 years to warm to the king. 
I think so Some too. Time. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, but he'd be. Dead is, I don't think he has 20 years. Yeah, yeah. I don't. And if it's he... so weird seeing like just some because this is the other thing that was a real moment of dispelling of oh okay maybe it is a little bit different from the fairy tale books because <laughs> every time it was just like the prince has now arisen the queen the king he was always like 25 he wasn't 73 years Jesus. old dude That's the crazy. nhs is He's not like all that good over retirement age yeah he is it's so weird thinking about someone being a prince for seven decades of <laughs> Dude, I, has... I thought he was gonna die before the queen i was convinced yeah yeah i do too he's got, he's got a lot of that like been drinking a lot of uh port face doesn't he yeah he does have that um but uh, you know we'll but see hang on son doesn't look anywhere <laughs> sick maybe it's because there's 30 years difference between them he should just he should just get the he should just be king, the one with the hot wife. Yeah, Kate. That's yeah. that's because they look the right age to be king and queen. Yeah. 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 But I, I do kind of feel like even though I think Prince Charles actually is a good dude, like he is I don't know more about the environment than me, and less people listen to him about the environment than me. <laughs> uh, I was gonna I was gonna say actually he's pretty fucking good with the environment. Yeah, he's really pro uh, action on climate change. Yeah, he even he kind of scolded uh, Scomo as well. Really? Yeah. Apparently, the last time Scomo met him, he was too scared, and he just went up to him. And the first thing he said, "We've committed to a net zero 2050." And yeah. Charles was like, "Okay, that's very good." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Miss, it's true then. What? The royal family does kind of keep prime ministers in check. There you go. Mm. Political genius right here. <laughs> you know what? I, I actually like the idea of... It's cool. Dude, come on. Like, who would the president of Australia be ordained by? The that's people? What, that's what I mean. The, the people. parliament? It'll probably be ordained by the parliament. The yeah. royal family was ordained by God. That is a little more intimidating <laughs> than some guy from Toowoomba or whatever. <laughs> Jesus, it's true. Ali, do you know when they came in? Because aren't they from Holland or something? Uh, their their bloodline is pretty mixed. Uh, really? The queen's husband was Greek. What? Yeah, but the queen was. Um, that can't be good. Look, part of them is obviously <laughs> British. But the, the royal families kept marrying each other, so they're kind of like mix of heaps of places. But yeah. all royals, like no commoners, they're aristocratic blood, but different royal families. Really, I thought they were just inbred. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, of they are. That's why they're inbred, Miss, because such a small, small gene pool. Imagine oh, if yeah. your options in life. Oh God, it's so much more pressure than an arranged marriage in india because at least in india you've narrowed it down to what how many hindus are there 700 million so 350 million options <laughs> which granted is less than most people but you know you, you probably won't have to swipe left on the same chick twice yeah no um, i don't think that's even possible yeah well maybe not who knows yeah uh but when it comes to the royal family it's kind of just like 
Okay, you can marry uh, the Duchess of Spain, or you can marry the Princess of Norway. And though there's always your sister. One else. Marry an Earl S. I don't think an Earl S exists. You just invented. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. What about Harry? Because didn't he just marry like a chick who was on like The Wire or something? Yeah, which is why he can never be a royal. Same thing happened with Elizabeth's dad's brother. So Elizabeth wasn't supposed to be the queen. Sorry, Queen Elizabeth II wasn't supposed to be the queen. Um, Her dad became the king. He's the guy who couldn't speak properly from King's speech. King oh. Yeah, so that's her dad. And her dad wasn't supposed to be the king. His older brother was, but his older brother fell in love with some divorcee American woman. And so he kind of just bailed. What, who was Diana? What was she about? What was she? She wasn't she was like, royal, wasn't she? She wasn't. She was like aristocracy, but she wasn't like part of the royal family. But that's the whole thing. You have to you have to go high up, and it does actually anger me a lot that the younger generation is not respecting that and mixing with us filthy commoners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I like being a filthy commoner. Yeah, me too. I kind of like being squalid, but the, the king coming by and his, uh, you know, carriage just <laughs> spraying mud with me and just. Being, <laughs> Mud from his majesty's wheels. That's good luck for six months. I'm covered in the pre- I'm, I'm covered in, in the in the king most of the king's mud. No, I'm covered. More yeah. Than in his yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I am just a yeah, some bar wedge with like three teeth comes out. I'm gonna slog both of you. <laughs> oh no she's taking the royal mud she is give her a sloggin and a noggin <laughs> yeah that's a crime and then the cops come out with their little bobby hats just being like stealing the royal smud are we <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why this is why you like it. It's like an extension of English culture from back in the day, and that shit is hilarious. So good, like it's so just that, just like those three accents. Yeah, that's and, all you and, need in life. That's all you need, and like that's why I want to go back to one thousand AD because more people would have spoken like that. Yeah, and just this weird thing of just being like, you know, like everything in the culture is strange, like sort of like. I don't know, like skate for dinner. Best shark in the Thames it is. <laughs> but if you eat too much, in urban urban legends is if you eat too much of the skate Thames, your stomach bulbouses out to this size and explodes, and a thousand canaries come out. But they're good luck, they are. So do it actually. That's that's a trick there. Do it. You should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, George, I you could uh, write an entire thesis on why ending sentences with it is <laughs> is always hilarious. Yeah, I know. They, they, they mastered comedy. There's a reason why the English are the funniest people on earth. And they are, no, without a doubt, the funniest people on earth. <laughs> the ones that aren't trying to be funny are the funniest. Like any friends of family or family or extended, you know, people I know in England that are just, you know, I don't know, healthcare workers or accountants. They just sort of like, we're going to stay over for dinner. I'm just like, 
eh. and I'm like, what's oh, so funny? I'm like, stop, you're killing me. You're killing me. And it's like, I'm being serious. What the fuck? What you... I want to tell you, I'm actually very serious. Yeah, I have cancer. Eh, eh, eh. Like, it's just too funny. There's just something about them. John, can I ask you a question about the crikey stuff? Because I need to know something. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what I can answer, but go on. Okay, so I was thinking that of donating. It, well, they definitely need it. <laughs> is Crikey the, essentially huh? is Crikey v Murdoch essentially Fairfax v Murdoch, and we've just been sort of told a story about a little media company fighting against this big company? Yeah, that's. More or less the run and short of it. Huh? I read an independent Australia article and they were like talking about how uh Crikey isn't as small as they claim to be. <laughs> yeah, even I read that and I'm believe it or not, not a very political man, and I, I'm in the know. So is this like a giant billionaire ego struggle here that I that I've missed out on? Yeah, a million. I think it's a millionaire. No, but that's the whole thing. They they're painting themselves as little guys and yeah. literally on media watch paul barry who tried to paint me as killing it in life because uh one of the crikey articles said that i earned i don't know two hundred thousand dollars in some period of time which wasn't even close to the truth also and went to had also went to straight thousand dollars worth of shares in crikey just being like here's a great article from an up-and-coming jazzy uh, newspaper outlet that understands the internet and doesn't take guff as an answer and, and just putting that in jesus uh and so it makes a lot of sense why he's constantly shilling their articles on uh media watch as the supposed media watch institution which is so weird it's like what you think a program that is broadcast on mainstream media is going to watch the mainstream media. I really like how this is taking a lot of stuffing out of that man's shirt. He's had it too good for too long. He, if anything, is the Prince Charles of Australia, that guy. Just this <laughs> golden, easy life in life, just goes into the ABC studios in his lycra bike not wearing any clothes and then just like oh i'm supposed to put on pants for 15 minutes a week my god Ugh. we are slave drivers here at the public broadcaster yeah and then but there's such a there's such a fucking i don't know if you guys know this and i'm, I'm just gonna put this out there right <clears throat> uh let me just think this through okay hold on um journalist or journalists and owners of journalist organizations might not jury's not out might not be the most forthcoming and honest people on planet earth there i said it and thank you for doing so miss i think uh you've <laughs> Take spoken for a lot of people it's been on the forefront of their minds but they're all too, <laughs> to say it. too cowardly to say oh, it too cowards <laughs> all right so do you think that they'll reach the government or is this case gonna actually uh go on until like there's a decision no, I think there's going to go on until there's a decision because Crikey wants it to. Crikey, this is the other thing that's so... God, they suck. They, they suck so much. And it's so calculated as well because originally 
when Murdoch said this is defamatory, they were shaking in their boots and wrote back, oh, we're going to amend the article. Sorry, sorry. And then someone in their marketing department was like, no, did you see how much attention friendly Geordie's got? Let's milk it for all they're worth. Because Mm. unlike him, where he'll have the entire press shitting on him and saying that he deserves to be bankrupt and that he's extremely rich, you guys, we're going to paint you as David and Goliath figures, uh, major shareholders of this company that have made deals ranging from $20 million to $60 million in single business transactions, single business deals. You made $60 million. We're going to make you seem like you're David. And I mean, you kind of are David in comparison to a man that lives in the most expensive house in America, right? (laughs) I guess it's a, this is not a David and Goliath match. This is like a Shaquille O'Neal versus Goliath match. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good metaphor. Shaquille O'Neal versus that kid from Like Mike. They're both good. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of of Goliath, it's actually like the dog from Air Bud or whatever it's called. Well, he's too good. (laughs) So now you've just outclassed everyone. I blew it. I blew it. I blew it. No, you you took this mental exercise too far. (laughs) But I suppose now we know where the limits of it are. So I'm having, I was having fun with it. You guys were talking, you guys were talking about a serious situation. I had to go and ruin it, it too far with my jokes, <laughs> with my silly jokes. Well, oh. we talk about this one particular news story from one of our patrons, the Queen. Please, um, the Queen. <laughs> there's been some expose where about. A lot of the students at Australian universities are basically paying people in Kenya to write their university assignments and are getting away with it. And the market price. It was just a matter of time. Kenya. It was just a matter of time. Because it's changed. There's so many English speaking countries, and he's a little bit poor. Yeah. I don't know if you know about this. It's a little secret. India is really poor. Yeah, and they they're trying. I, like, to- do they even speak English in Kenya? Isn't it like French? And, well, some of them are working for Chinese companies and are writing these uh, assignments for Chinese students in Australia. And <laughs> Dude, I, can I? Can the I, going rate for writing an assignment or an essay is two hundred dollars per one thousand words, which is pretty cheap. fucking affordable. Dude. Can I just say that would have been my entire paycheck of the week? And let's be honest, yeah. if I knew this service was available, I still would have done it. I was yeah. gonna say, I was gonna say, thank God I didn't go to uni now because I would have done that in my first essay, very first essay off to yeah. Kenya with you. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it was like a group exercise where you had to like, you know, like do a Zoom meeting, I'd pay someone in Kenya to pretend to be me and be like, "Hello, uh, how's it going?" Yeah. Apparently, one of the websites that was that's offering or was offering this service was getting about four hundred thousand hits per either day or month. One of the two, which oh makes my. a massive difference, but it's still. Dude, how don't you think like there's no example of like the uh, ubiquity as well as superfluousness of university today, other than like than that story? Like yeah. it shows you it's pointless. And it's really hard to get caught with this because they're not plagiarizing. Some dude in Kenya is literally writing your essay. <laughs> <laughs> and for them, that is sick. 
lunch break. The only way that they ever get caught is when it has at the top of it being like, Tabern Munbutu, and then crossed out just being like, I mean, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like, in case, um, like they only know when the whole thing's written in French. or they they check this out a lot uh they they start asking them to somehow include coca-cola in the (laughs) uh essay and if it comes back that they've written in pepsi they're just like nah this was done in a third world that's how they get them that's how they know that is how they know because they cut they, they daren't go against their god pepsi man well it's not even that they're just kind of like coca-cola and they've got nothing in their mental dictionary for them and then they just google the image and they're just like you must mean pepsi yeah ah, oh, pepsi yeah <laughs> so apparently 10 percent of all at any given point is a conservative estimate that are uh basically submitting their assignments written by someone else 10 percent oh my that's insane that's that's the amount that we know of so obviously then there's probably going to be more than that (sighs) dude how do we know that that's insane uh dr curtis from western australia uni who edited the soon to be published book contract cheating in higher education said in his research Uh, okay i'll definitely be reading this but yeah (laughs) it said in his research he found 10 percent students submit assignments written by someone else and more than 95 percent of them are not caught is this this man's book launch (laughs) (laughs) guess who's not i hope to god that he is at an angus and robertson book signing oh dude he is we're gonna make miss love go over there and kind of just play guys being his fan just being like i'm your biggest fan it's just like (laughs) really and he's like no, but you see, it's nice having someone that you can <laughs> So lay off people that are using King to write the essays. And then it'll be a full circle moment for him. And then he'll go on sabbatical in like fucking Kenya of all places to learn his mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see him look away. And then the next shot is just the Agus of Robertson on fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then the next shot is just basically June. Him just like in the desert. <laughs> little adventure yeah it's fine he goes to another planet and it says african desert somewhere and then he just goes it's pepsi in this (laughs) 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 oh dude june gayest book ever i don't know about that man i I think i saw june oh finally good did you like it all right i liked it yeah Yeah, we thought that the queen chat was late yeah, no, sorry, we're gonna go back to the queen because there's a video that I want you guys to see, and it's apparently freaking out a lot of people. I'm not gonna okay. say it until you actually, uh, you've got to listen to it, all right? Oh, is there a way for me to fuck? Okay, I'll just I'll right, show you next week. Can you see the video? Yeah, now be quiet and listen to it and tell me what you hear. did you hear that no kind of i'm gonna play it again so this is during the live coverage of the queen's funeral and this happened on uh uh, live news and it's freaking people i listen to it closely again 
The audio is too shit. Yeah, I can't hear it. What'd she say? What'd she say? Basically, some creepy voice in the background says, Death is irreversible. Death is irreversible. It was Charles. It was King Charles having a laugh, dude. <laughs> Why is that freaking people out? Uh, because they're thinking that Queen might have you know, come back from the dead to make an announcement. Death is irreversible. That is really scary if that's the case. Shit. I hope that's Almost not the like- case. <laughs> It happened. You know, the day the queen died, there was a cloud that was basically the shape of the queen. Let me see. Nay. Jordan, can you imagine if the ghost that I saw in Canberra just attended the like procession? Just even she's mourning, so she's lining up. And then there's all, and, and because it's England, no one's scared because they see ghosts all the time. It's just like paying your respects, are you? And <laughs> Yes, right. Oh, keep it down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the queen when she was a baby. Oh, dude, this is really like clasping at straws. Ah, that's the queen. It looks nothing like her. Look at the picture down, not the hat because that one's been reversed, but the one of the queen wearing her crown. Now that's the queen. This one? Come on. But that's before she died. <laughs> that's not even. That's well, a, it, it was a premonition. <laughs> the cloud knew the queen was going to die one day. <laughs> it was a premonition, dude. I mean, like, that is not. I mean, ugh, it's kind of cute, but it's it's really. People are really injecting what they want to see in that image, aren't they? Come on. But well, what do you like see then, movie? miss? I see like Hope from Super Mario. No, I see, I see what like 90% of clouds look like that are coming out of the valley. That's what well, I Well, it is true. Most clouds do resemble the queen. Well, maybe that's <laughs> well they the- do. What is the queen? Like an amorphous blob. What's a cloud? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe Jordan is right. She's been like ordained by God to rule because he maybe. keeps sending these clouds. And she is coming back from the death being like, don't let them touch my jewels or whatever it said. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh. not bad. Right, I'm come not- on. How scared would you be tonight if the queen's ghost came in, didn't know she was dead and was just like, can you make me crumpets? Dude, I would be like, I'd be like, of course. I'd love to. Would you yeah, actually, now that I think about it, I hope that happens. Yeah, that'd be sick. I wouldn't even be I'd just scared. Be like, can I shake your hand? And no, no, I physically can't. <laughs> and this was like, that's all right. I don't like being touched anyway. And now I literally can't be. <laughs> <laughs> that was that true? Did she not want to be touched? Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give, I'll give you some insider trading. My, uh, an extremely reliable source my old neighbor john thompson and he's english you know so like you can't you can't i mean what other proof do you need uh swore uh keep yeah a man that in his 60s that wore a hairpiece very uh, trustworthy uh he um he swore (laughs) 
He had it on good information. The Queen has a little uh, side uh, pocket. What do you call those things? Like little snifter of gin thing. You know, those little things are like, <laughs> and she used to swig from a bottle of gin daily. Are you sure he didn't take this from a book? He might have, but he was just like, don't you know? Whenever the Queen was like, re- re- like mentioned, it was like, you know, she has a little a hip flask, a hip flask of gin that she swigs from every day in her purse. You know that, right? And I was just like, and dude, at, he he drilled that into me so much that like, it's in like the top 10 moral things of my life. It's like, be good to your neighbor. Don't steal. The queen drank gin every day. Don't murder. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like so you know ingrained. You cool about in, that? In my You're head. buying that though. Why? The choice of gin. Gin is particularly in England. It's until very, Eng- like, it's very English. Eng- it might be, but it's really commoner. It's dirt poor drink. True. Over the last decade has gin become... So gin was always popular in Australia, but in the rest of the world, it was considered a dirty poor man's drink. And right. up until the last decade, that was the case where now recently it's sort of being picked up again. So the idea that Queen drank gin red flag right so you're thinking with damn yeah. man ali is like one of those youtubers that's <laughs> and reacts to that 9-11 conspiracy <laughs> change Bush. i mean look all they're doing is casting aspersions you're not actually offering an answer <laughs> isn't that so much more charming that that's the uh the <sighs> difference between british and american culture that it's that their conspiracy theories are now you didn't hear it from me <laughs> <laughs> the queen every now and then has a cheeky snifter of gin she does just a little bit just a little bit just for a little kick in the afternoon that's her secret american to ones is just like sandy hook didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> the english one is just, the english one's just like that was her secret elixir to long life it was yeah that's it it's kind of just I don't know, just like a sentence of J.K. Rowling's that she was about to put in one of the Harry Potter books. It was like, too shit. Conspiracy. Yeah, too contrived. And then John Thompson runs with it for life <laughs> and passes it on to many generations of Australian children. <laughs> what do you, what, what do you what think? What an English name. John Thompson. <laughs> It sounds like a brand of pen. It's probably the pen that, like, Prince Charles was just like, ah, cheap piece of crap. <laughs> it's probably your neighbor. I have to say, I'm really into this royal phase of friendly of Geordies. I'm into it. It's like, because it shows the man appreciates tradition and, you know, slippers and eels. <laughs> like, all the important things in life. Eels, slippers jewels i guess and a lot of this sort of like talking like this like stumbling of your word and you get to the point eventually it's quite endearing and it's quite sweet yeah and also this where they don't agree but don't want to say that they agree quiet dude england should just change its name to uh the passive aggressive isles yes Yeah, passive aggressive aisles, and Ireland should change its name to aggressive aisle. <laughs> and Scotland remains Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Wales changes its name to question mark. 
because it's in Welsh. Did did I ever did I ever um did I ever tell you guys? I probably told you the story because I'm like weirdly proud of it, considering it's like not eventful or interesting the slightest. But nevertheless, with that little explanation, I was how good is this? I was at a party when I was living in Brighton. And we're all drinking and they have, you know, this maps of countries and houses sometimes. And there was like a map of England and we're all just like drinking and partying, you know, the drugs. And I'm just like, hi to the party. And there was just some people and we're all talking about England. They're like, I really want to go to Cornwall. I have this plan to drive from Cornwall. And then someone would be like, I want to get to Edinburgh. And then like up here, it'd be so good. And then I'm just there drinking with my beer. I go, I really want to see this part of England. And literally just circled exactly Wales. <laughs> I didn't know what Wales was. And then everyone just looked at me and was just like, you literally just circled Wales in a perfect circle. And I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> Miss, you actually made a really... Can you explain to me? You mentioned this and I want to know. Why, I was so disappointed. If you're English and the more Shakespearean plays you read, the more you start mumbling when you're talking, why what? is that? I guess because you're, be, you're becoming <laughs> educated. You <laughs> you're becoming educated. And if you're educated, then you, you're very conscious about what you say. And uh, also, for some reason, you you uh, con- contract epilepsy when you read enough Shakespeare. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Too many red pills in the subtext. <laughs> yeah exactly dude uh what do you call it um what was that one called oh yeah the the, the, the merchant of venice man you read that and you start stuttering because it's too real you know that pretty much four of shakespeare's plays are just the merchant of venice it's just he was putting all these clues in about how venice is taking over england and just all the dumb <laughs> illiterate drunkards obviously couldn't get the subtext and they were just like oh you idiots here the merchant of venice and they were just like yeah you should write old play it is it's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then he was just i guess being like that's it i'm gonna talk about the real th- the, the real issues then a wizard that controls time on an island i was like what dude my literature teacher used to say what that. was that why was that the last one Oh, at least at least call it what it is harry potter one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude that's hilarious i didn't know that that's the funniest shit i've ever heard hey you fools right it's about how venice is sinking in it right yeah <laughs> i heard that i heard that she is sinking i heard i did <laughs> venice is that east of Essex? is it <laughs> Um, well, it's called Manchester, yeah? You must have got it. <laughs> the, merchant, the merchant of Manchester. Right, right. What's a merchant? <laughs> Is that a fisherman? Right, so it's supposed to be called the fisherman of Manchester. He wasn't that clever, this bloke, honestly, really. I'm helping him fix his own fucking play. And what's a fisherman? <laughs> Just call it the eel gutter of Essex. Wouldn't that be awesome if, 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 um, if Shakespeare was like low class? <laughs> and all of his names. What else has he got? Let's think of a uh, voice. 
Othello's just called Othello's just called fucking Bob. No, no, Othello, because it's kind of like a game. It's just called Checkers. Summer Night's Dream is just like, me head got bumped in the middle of the night. Me noggin got a bump in it, dude. Yeah, Romeo and Juliet is like Polly and Molly. <laughs> and the reason they couldn't get married is because Molly went for Arsenal. <laughs> and everyone knows the only way to get through life like that is suicide. What else? What, what else is there? Got? What else is there, Ali? Come on, you got Ali, come on. What else have we got? Uh, taming of the Shrew. Oh, taming of the Shrew. Dude, smashing of the, smashing of the uh, Essex Bordello. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. What are they the called night. again? I don't know. Night workers or some shit. Not a night worker. Uh, <laughs> smashing of the yeah, yeah. Smashing of the Mingers. <laughs> Oh, dude, smashing of the minge. (laughs) (laughs) And Tempest, oh, look at the time. (laughs) No, 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 Tempest, you know you want it. (laughs) And one of them, one of them, uh, what's another one? Macbeth is just called Elton John's Greatest Hits. (laughs) <laughs> Who is the fairest queen of them all? Me, me, darling. <laughs> Fuck. I don't think this oh, has been said enough. We're, ge- we're geniuses. Well, well, today's stream, which is, uh, as everyone's calling it, Jordan Sleep Overnight, <laughs> <laughs> is getting quite a few viewers. We've got close to 600 for his Nice. Call. That's pretty good. Pretty decent. Hey, welcome, guys. Thanks heaps. Yeah, hey, hey, guys, guys, guys. I think it's now time to bring out the honorary, the own, the the royal bottle, if you will. No. Dude, this should be next to the queen if they had real liberty. Don't give the queen. Now, as the ceremonial proceedings and traditions have said, we each have a ship of the bottle. Pass it round. No, no, it shouldn't have been born at this exact moment. <laughs> well, I'll give you this, miss. Uh, looking at your piss bottle made me cry as much as the Queen's death. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to bust this out. Miss, is that your piss bottle? Yes! The, the yes, royal... Ollie, why were you looking at chat? I thought that was like a drink that he... Didn't you just drink from it? No, I'm drinking from this. Don't be silly. It turns into piss in about an hour. <laughs> Why would? <laughs> Why does your piss bottle say heavy? How much are you pissing in it? It gets heavy, my friend. <laughs> See, 
I, I still don't get why you're still pissing in a bottle. It's, <laughs> you, you haven't had COVID in five months. I got used to it and I have to walk down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting human beings. <laughs> <laughs> Miss, you... <laughs> Jordan, remember last time he literally fished out butter chicken from the bin? Or whatever. <laughs> what do you mean last time? It's been, last hey, time. Th that, was, that, was, that was hardly rubbish, right? <sighs> I've said it before so and I'll say it again. Mislop is a homeless man that by chance lives in a house. <laughs> Don't you think you always see that around homeless people? They always do, like, they always go in a bottle as well. And it's just like, dude, isn't the entire world your urinal? <laughs> hey, if you're going to throw it away anyways. <laughs> dude, if I had grass, oof, be getting a workout, let me tell you that. If you had grass. Grass, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be getting some serious punishment, much like the one plant that you were entrusted to look after and you decided to start pissing in it. Yeah, thinking it's going to grow, like it's good for it. That's right, I killed it once and I was like, I wonder what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> well, Poor better fella. keep continuing to piss on its seeds. <laughs> I think it was just the high concentration of acid that uh, that was its demise. You know. Yeah, I would guess that's probably the case, man. I don't know if plants like having acid spilt on them like four times a day. <laughs> Literally poisoning the fucking earth, dude. It's poisoning it. Uh, boys, I gotta go to the toilet. Boy, uh, uh maybe we should call it a night, miss. I'll let him come back though. Okay, we'll let him come back. Um <laughs> how's are, hey, are you a are you a barrister yet or what? Well, I'm not a barrister, but I'm hopefully finishing in a month. She November late sorry, yeah. Mid-November is I think my last exam, and then I should be done with the degree. Dang. But still not a barrister, dude. Do you know what you've got to do to become a barrister? I know you have to like do the the the, the amazing race and go around the world in 80 days or whatever, right? <laughs> pretty much you've got to first you've got to do the bar exam well i mean i've done that it's not that hard to work at the pub <laughs> I miss, do you sometimes miss working at like one of those hospitality venues or are you just like nah i can't not anymore yeah i miss it i miss working in bars but i definitely don't miss working in a restaurant and owning a restaurant but yeah i do miss working in bars well, why was it good it's easy work it's really social. Um, that's about it. And picking up. That's something that bartenders get. Doesn't hurt, mate. <laughs> no, but like, is it true? Like, yeah. is it, as the rumors say that bar dudes and dudesses. Well, let's be real. Put it like, this way. Girls can just get laid whenever. The dudes of Cornwall. Put it, put it this way. I've only once been really close to having a threesome. And it was because I worked at a bar. I thought that was because you worked for Friendly Geordies and two fans wanted to have sex with you. No. Hey, yeah, Jesus. that's right. You had two options in life. No, that never happened. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, it did. No, it didn't. When? Oh, okay. We're playing that game because they might be listening to the pod. 
yeah, I actually yeah, it didn't happen. No, no, I, I legitimately don't know what you're talking about. But the I know first... what I'm talking about. Yes, Am I delirious? You told us the story, and you were like too lazy to have the threesome. That's not true. That's just not no. Okay, all right. So Ali remembers this as well. Miss Love, you it's do not... have to accept this, all right? Like, I remember more of your life than you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I have all. Uh, I was. I, I. I was gonna. Say, I call it jokingly old timers, and I was gonna say that. But I think that uh, <laughs> I have old timers. Yeah, I, I think you got old timers too. Yeah. What a memory to forget. That sucks. <laughs> no, I just don't think that. But but anyway, to answer your question, yeah. Uh, sometimes I miss working in bars, but like, it's a pretty fucked job, bro. <laughs> you know. Yeah, because wouldn't you like finish at 5 a.m. and then? Oh, well, no. Well, sometimes you'd finish at like four. It's just like, it's very demeaning. You know, it's (laughs) demeaning work. Why is it demeaning? I don't know, man. Like sometimes you literally have to mop up vomit. (laughs) That 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 doesn't sound too pleasant. (laughs) Once I served someone a, a taco with a battery in it. What? Oh, I remember that. A battery. And then I took a photo. And and I was beefing with the head chef at El Loco at the time. So I knew he wouldn't believe me. So I took a photo of it. And and I was like, dude, there was a fucking battery in that taco. And he was just like, no, this guy, this Asian dude called Felix, was like, no, I don't believe you. There's no way. There's no way. Then I was was like, motherfucker, I took a photo. And I showed him. He was just like, you put it there. You put the battery there. I'm like, fuck's sake. It, 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 dude, it's really common How did the shit. Battery get in there? I really just don't think I, that guy. Did the taco mints cook with the battery? You know how it happened? Probably was you, Miss. You are obsessed with acid. It wasn't me. You know what happened? What? One of the fucking alarm. It, get, it gets so it gets so like busy in these uh, institutions that like there was a little you know alarm clock for like oh the fucking you know battered cauliflower flowers are ready. So like or whatever. And like it, the the alarm clock fell onto the stove and smashed, and one of the batteries flew out and landed in a taco. So basically, like ten tacos <laughs> were covered in plastic and batteries. But lucky and dip, nine of them. <laughs> yeah, well, I think the other ones had enough plastic that the people were like, oh, the shrimp's pretty crunchy on this one. It must be Mexican style. Down the hatch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but like the battery i mean it's like nah you're not gonna get away with that <coughs> so yeah i yeah at that not... point you might be able to ask for an exchange not a refund <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's why you miss working at a bar <laughs> i don't really every now it. and then you could have a fight with someone that you uh were kind of scared of that was <laughs> you know why i miss it i miss it specifically for specifically the feeling of pouring a beer. It's very satisfying. So it's like, oh yeah, here it comes. Yep. Oh, yep. Oh, that's nice. Yep. Hold it. Hold it. Beer broth. Let it shit. All right. Top it off. Yep. Oh yeah. Look at that. Oh, centimeter ahead. Fuck. Let's fucking put that on a fucking postcard. All right. Cheers, match 850. Time to do that thousand more times. You know? <laughs> like I miss that. I like the pouring action. The pouring action is uh, I really like the idea that this love. Uh, yearns for a minimum wage job where he had to clean up vomit. I don't, I don't. Because he could just be like, yeah, it's pretty much the same as the other ones that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me going, yeah, 
there's very little difference between this and pouring a glass of water. Go me. <laughs> Um, I'm doing something a six-year-old has mastered. Good on me. Wow. Isn't allowed to, so they have to hire me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's right, Ali. Don't forget. It. All right, everyone. Um, we might have to call it a night. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and if you've just joined in, you can re-listen to this pod, but Jordan has COVID, which is why we couldn't be at the studios. Third time in a row, by the way. Third the time in a row. That mm-hmm. must be some kind of a record. And, and only, and shout out to the only two jab club. No mind control for us. Yay. Yeah, go boys. I've done it purely because I forgot to get it, even after getting COVID three times. <laughs> and you know what else as well? Still not going to get it. Get and it's not because booster. of a conspiracy theorist. It's just, I can't be bothered. Hey, speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the... See, you get all sides of the argument here. Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure that you sign it up. Hey, if you want extra content, uh, sign up to the Up Late podcast. Everybody that loves gets on it, um, they get addicted to it. Yeah. With very, very good reason. Because if you thought this was loose, holy hell. It was, but so is the Up Late podcast, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, also, come see my live show in Sydney. Oh, yeah, that. Which is uh, happening. 28th yeah. of September, 1st of October. Your boy's there at the Paddington RSL. Was going to say one of the best venues in Sydney, and then I realised that is a huge lie, but it is a venue. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's the Opera House. Let's, let's just say it's spiritually where Miss Love should be pouring a beer right there. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Uh, bye. <laughs>